Okay. All right, guys. Amazing. And well, welcome back to the podcast and YouTube channel. It is Dude with a Bible. I am just a normal dude who fell in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. And for some of you, that sounds weird, but that's okay. Because there's a lot of the weird things going on in the world. And so uh, I may not seem that weird with what I'm saying, but it doesn't matter because I know what I know. And my experience has been beautiful serving the Lord. I'm literally, I've, I can literally say I'm just an average dude with an extraordinary God. And I'm only doing this so I can help people enjoy who they are in Christ while they're enjoying Jesus. Like they're enjoying God, you know what I'm saying? And what does that even mean? You know, we'll tackle some tough questions. Um, along the course of all these videos that'll come out in the future. Okay, so one thing we're going to talk about today is reading the Bible, why it's important. Of course, this is dude with the Bible, so we're going to talk about the Bible. And some videos will vary, but for this particular video, it's very foundational. Okay, so I have some things here. Um, that I'm just going to let you guys know, and it's it's supporting why I think the Bible is important, why you should inculcate it into your daily schedule, into your lifestyle, and how it can even improve your lifestyle, improve your mental health, your m emotional health, your financial health, your physical health. You can literally use biblical principles to change your life, right? But more than that, to draw closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, all right, so now let's start with some Bible verses, okay? So Matthew chapter four, verse four says, but Jesus told him, know the scriptures say, people do not live by bread, bread alone, but by everywhere that comes from the mouth of God, right? So this is Jesus, God himself talking to someone in a character in the New Testament and reminding us that, we should really be focused on God's word alone when we're trying to make decisions. If you go, guys go back and watch my videos on making decisions as a Christian, you can see I opened it up. The, I opened up the channel and the, and the podcast with this concept of making decisions because your first decision, major decision is to follow Christ anyway. Okay. Which is already tough. It's already tough to do. All right. Now, I'm going to speak through a few, but I want you to take notes here. Let's also look at Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light and a correction and instruction are the way uh, are the way to life. So. In another. In another verse or in another translation, it would say, uh, you know, my, your lamp, God, is a lamp is a your word God is a lamp to my feet uh, and a, uh, a, a a light to my path okay and that's something that's super important because if look at the imagery there right look at the imagery there you are it can, it's a dark world but God is saying he's going to provide a light that is going to help you navigate this world in the midst of a stormy sea in the midst of proverbial sea but you know, high mountains and deep valleys. And when you're 
most afraid, God is saying that that light will be there. Okay, let's get through some more of these. Uh, you can also look and note Job chapter chapter 22, verse 22. Okay. And remember, guys, to do God's will, like it's 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 going to be hard. So you need help obeying God. Right. And not falling to sin. And so the Bible is really good for that. And for that, you want to look up uh, Psalms chapter 37, verse 31, Psalms 40, uh, uh, verses 7 to 8. Another reason why the Bible is really important for you to have, even if you're just a nominal Christian, right? You just kind of go to church, attend a church service casually, or just are a regular believer. Here's another point. You want to guard yourself from false teachings and false teachers, false prophets, people who are not in the they're in, they may be in the business of Christianity, but they're not really there for God. OK, if you don't know better, you misconstrue what the real Christians are saying and sometimes maybe accept what the the false teachers are saying. And, you know, you can't know what a false teacher is doing unless you read the Bible yourself, okay? Another reason why you should read your Bible and why you should actually get close, you know, make use it as a tool is you get to spend time with the Lord, okay? Um, also, you'll be convicted of more sin because the Bible kind of acts like a mirror in a way where, you know, if you say, for instance, if you have a bunch of people around you and they're similar to you, as you've heard, birds of a feather, feather flock together, right? You've some someone's mother or grandmother probably told them that at some point. But you you'll the word is there to also hold you accountable. So it's it's there as an accountability tool and to convict you when no one else will. Right? And the the word also, the Bible also helps you to know more about Jesus Christ, the cross, the gospel, that entire ministry. Also, it's there to give you encouragement, help you remember the promises of God, okay? And you don't want to start getting too comfortable on earth. So, you you know, you we are working towards living to live again. After you may hear some people say living to live again is just we're living this life to live again in heaven with Christ Jesus when he comes back to take his people who have accepted him who committed their lives to them, right? And sometimes you may commit your life and maybe not everything in your life will seemingly change. Like, you know, that doesn't mean you're going to marry someone else, have other children or get a new job or it doesn't always mean that. Sometimes it just means the world in you is, is changing. The, the complex pieces of your mind, the brokenness, the the hurts, the pains, the you can become free from a lot of metaphysical things. A lot of the intangibles change first. And then the way you see the world can change. And the way you experience the world can change because you're alive in God. Okay. So that's why it's super important to just read the word, read the, you know, read the Bible <laughs> and make sure that uh, you're not getting comfortable with this word, this world. Okay. So it's also exciting, you know, and you get to praise the Lord more. You'll get to know God better. 
the Bible is good for like a more substantial fellowship with believers as well. Um, you also learn to defend the faith, defend your personal faith, but to also defend the, the gospel. Okay. That's why it's also important to read the Bible. And you get to fight against Satan using the word. This is the more you know the word, because Satan knows the word. Lucifer knows the word, right? But the more you know the word is the better fight you can put up against the mental battles in your mind. That's why so many of us lose battles is because we lack storing the word in our spirit, in our mind, in our heart, so that we won't sin against God, okay? God's word is eternal. The earth is not. Hearing God's voice is super important. And so to get good direction from God, you, you're going to need a good amount of the word because God speaks alongside his word. And he often, more than not, uses his word exactly to communicate to his church, to communicate to his people, us, his children, right? And it helps us grow as believers. Now, scripture, right? Scripture also is going to help you serve God better because you're going to, because the word is in you, right? Or the, the word of God is in you. And you hear that phrase often. It's just like with your work, you the, what you study at school or what you, you know, learn at your job. Whatever you learn, you're going to be able to apply it. But you can apply what you learn better if you've had practice. Okay, so practice reading the word. It's going to help you be a better Christian and to serve God better. Right. And it'll help you um, just learn how to use your time wisely, work up a lot of spiritual disciplines. Okay. And you'll learn more about even history, you know, even like history of God's people. Okay. Let's just get some water here. Now, don't forget, guys, make sure if you have any questions related to spiritual formation, um, best Bible, you know, what, what are some Bible verses and links, some recommendations, recommendations for churches, all of that. Make sure you email me, send us a message, send, send me a message on any of the Doodle the Bible um, handles, social media handles, uh, avatars. Um, it's really simple. It's at Dude with the Bible on every major platform. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to respond. Okay. Now reading the Bible is also something where it's going to help you understand why the death of Jesus was so important. It's a mystery. It's a like cosmic phenomenon, right? And so you need to understand that, okay? Uh, people tend to have questions about that as well. Perfectly valid. There's no bad question. All questions are good when you're talking to God and you're, excuse me, trying to <clears throat> figure things out. But it's sometimes, you know, when you know someone 
well and then you don't ask them a certain question it's because you know them well sometimes because you know what they're going to say and you already know the answer they're going to give you because they've given it to you in some way shape or form before through conversation because you you haven't you've experienced them you know them right so yeah so the bible is super important because you learn how to defend scripture you learn uh to see how much god loves you uh, you get to understand why the death of jesus was important for us to for us for us to have a bridge from heaven to earth um to get to know god to spend eternity with god right and you get to know god's truth so you can live a life that honors and please pleases him you you can also gain um a heavenly mindset okay so where like i said earlier you're living to live again so you you want to make sure that you're focused on reading a word in a way where you start to embody it into your lifestyle but it also helps you to think like okay i need to make sure i'm having a fruitful spiritual relationship with Jesus here, but also being used for the kingdom to advance the gospel in the way that God calls you to individually do it. And um, that's basically what the kind of God mindset or, or, or Christian mindset should be, is being effective on earth and honoring God while you're here. And sometimes that means, side note, sometimes that means living a set apart life. Okay. For some of you, that's going to mean, you know, the Holy Spirit may be giving you that nudge saying, Hey, no more of this, no more of that, whatever that is. Right. Don't be afraid to ask God for what that is. When God's pointing to that one thing, that's what he wants you to let go because it's on the seat of your heart. It's on the throne of your heart and Jesus needs to be there. Right. So that you can be empowered. Some of us were not living a powerful life. I'm not going to get preachy here, but some of us aren't living a fruitful life in Christ is because we're not fully surrendered in every aspect of our lives. Right. We give God one thing, but we won't give him this. Sometimes we give God our time, but we won't give him another idol that's actually destroying our relationship with him. Right. Maybe it's unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment or anything like that. OK. All right. So um, when you're reading the Bible, it's also going to help you live more courageously. Right. You're going to be more like a, as bold as a lion. As you can see, if you ever seen a lion walk in a jungle, walk anywhere, they're not phased about anything. Right. They're, they're, they're not intimidated about anything. If they get the opportunity, they'll take down a, a big male lion. It's that's that's usually what they struggle with, a giraffe or lion like by themselves. But they'll try. If they feel like it, they'll try. Right. But they're just not afraid. They'll walk past a lion, an elephant or rhino. These are animals that are virtually bigger than them. But it's just their mindset. They know their identity. Right. They already know it because someone has showed them. So the Bible is here to show you your identity in Christ, to show you that you serve the Lion of Judah, a reference to the deity of Jesus Christ, the man 
God, man, Jesus Christ, God in earthly form. Okay. And to show you that he's, he's more than just the Lord of hosts and the Prince of peace, but that line of Judah, he's a strong tower. And when we're weak, when we're falling, when we're struggling, we can run to it. Okay. And essentially God is our hero of the Bible. He's our model and standard. So that's what the Bible is going to explain to you. It's going to tell you how to be saved uh, as well. Okay. And here's another thing that backs up the world, the, the word, sorry, in the word, the word in the world. So many people have used it to gain freedom. Look at the testimonies. I, I, I look at the testimonials um, through organizations like Teen Challenge. You know, if you have, I've worked, I've volunteered in so many ministries where we had to send young men and women to Teen Challenge to places like that to get spiritual help because the other rehab rehabilitation centers that they were a part of didn't help them as much. Right. They might have been in and out of foster homes, maybe and maybe some of you might have been in and out of detention centers, foster homes, jails and things like that. I highly recommend consider spiritual development programs that are in some of these places where it's going to help you discover how you can get freedom from from your past and secure your future by getting to know the man, Jesus Christ. His spirit, right? Not like how you get to know some random person you meet at a bar or at an event. But this is far beyond that, right? For some of you, this is a far-fetched idea because we, I'm basically telling you to, to communicate and get to know someone you haven't physically met. But something deep, deep down inside you knows that because of the complexities and beauty, beautiful things of these, this world. They had to be a, a great designer, a great architect. And Jesus is that person. He, and so those metaphysical things that even we cannot see that we know reside in us, they represent something greater. Right? And Jesus Christ will, reading the word, will give you a lot of um, experience, experiences getting to understand God and understand his heart and his love for you and why he loved you first. Okay. And why you have a purpose, right? I do a video on, um, suicidal thinking and thoughts later. Cause I, I feel strongly about this. Um, but guys is victory. And if, and at the sign of my voice, if it is anyone who's listening to this, who struggling with suicidal thoughts and thinking God has a purpose for you that's why you were born the world Satan and your thoughts your flesh right your thoughts may be telling you that you don't have value but you have value okay you have value you're valuable to God Okay. And um, yeah, if you make sure you email, I'll, I'll definitely do a prayer for all the listeners, but make sure you email me if you have any issues with that. Uh, we'll also give you a number to call 
right? You know, hotline to call as well, right? And, okay. So there's people who are willing to die for this book. That was another point that I, I had to mention. Um, it's the most uh, accurate book of antiquity. So the Bible is the most copied book, right? Written over a time period of some... 1500 years it was completed approximately 2000 years ago yet in all the centuries that have passed none of its contents have ever been found inaccurate right too many too many scholars uh, like the masoretes and the brian the, the masoretes and um, different scholars have you know already proved this and even intersectioned you know scholarly articles and anthropologists and sociologists all has come to this book and looked at the history to affirm that it aligns with other historical things that have happened around the world. Okay. So in the timeline of the world, this fits perfectly. Okay. Um, it has been translated into its present form directly from the original languages, from a vast supply of ancient manuscripts sifted by the best, right? Minds and most competent scholars of the modern day and many of our prior generations. It has been translated into every known existing language. It is su surpassingly accurate to the smallest details. Its contents are as translated are as close to the original words of the authors as humanly possible. Only a few words of the entire book, a tiny insignificant percentage are in any doubt as to the original uh, words and none of the disputed text affects the message of the book. Additionally, new discoveries of Previously unknown ancient manuscripts continue to provide ev ever greater accuracy to the contents of this book. It has been sifted, studied, commentated upon, and dissected more than any other book in history. Volumes of these books, uh, of this book, the Bible, have been written about it, and they were stacked on top of one another. They would reach the reach to the sky. Okay, if they were stacked up, stacked up on top of each other. So, if that's just a blurb to let you know how that there's a lot of credibility with the Bible. Okay. All right. Now it brings life-changing freedom and it connects you to history's most important figure. Okay. Reading the Bible teaches us to be intimate with God. It teaches us to help us discover our, discover our next steps in life. Keeps us from sinning. You said that. Um, helps us to renew our minds so we can do God's will. Um, allows us to be certain of what God said. The Bible is our final authority. Okay. Now the Bible is our final authority conceptually. And in addition, the Holy Spirit helps us to make sense of the, of certain situations um, like that aren't directly related, like mentioned in the Bible, right? Because the Bible was written talking to and addressing certain cultures, but a majority of the concepts and the principles are still, of course, applicable today. We see them riddled all over uh, the social contract of our societies around the world, right? Especially Western society. Right? So reading the Bible helps you learn about the gospel, gives you courage, you mentioned that, and it helps you to be fruitful, all right? And when I say fruitful, guys, I mean being fruitful 
in a way where you're you're getting a better um, you're getting to manage your emotions better you're getting to manage your mind better you're getting to experience and love Jesus more right you're more, you're you're getting closer to to laughing with God and communicating with him like he's right next to you in the room okay and also being a fruitful Christian uh the scripture helps you become more fruitful in that you have a benchmark of what your conduct should be right in front of onlookers for some of you you may have or may not have stopped drinking uh, smoking uh, taking pills or over medicating yourself or um, playing you know binge watching something or you know uh, being obsessed with video games or books, you know, non-biblical books, um, or, you know, slandering and gossiping and those kinds of things, you know, or, or serial dating, you know, um, or lying, stealing. It could be a number of things, but when you're taking time out to study scripture, and to because you love God. Remember, we read the word because we love God and we want to do God's will. Not because we don't read the word because we want to look good in front of everyone else and we want to debate people. That is not a good reason to read the word. If you're if you find yourself being that person, you want to scale back and talk to the Lord. Because he's not in that. God can get glories from debates, but a house divided against itself can't stand. So it's so we need to make sure that we're not we're we're reading scripture with the purpose of growing in God, and that means getting to know God better and then being used by God. Okay. Now, the fruits of the spirit. I'm gonna end with this. Right. What are the fruits of the spirit, guys? Now, we're going to cover this in another video, but I just want to run it down to you. Make sure you turn to your Bibles or scroll to Galatians 5. OK. The fruits of the spirit are love. Right. Peace, faithfulness, joy, goodness, kindness, self-control, patience and gentleness. These are the internal fruits you're going to see that start showing up in your character. And maybe you got all, maybe you got, um, maybe you think you have all of them, right? But the Holy Spirit, that's why you need the Holy Spirit. He'll remind you and let you know if you have them or not, okay? He'll talk to you about it. He'll sometimes even bring people around to show you what meekness really is, or he'll Use someone's testimony to show you, right, how those fruits of the Spirit have come to um, manifest in their life, okay? All right, guys. So I'm going to end the podcast and the video here. Remember, like and subscribe. Support any way you can. But make sure that you reach out to me if you have any issues and questions about suicidal thinking and battling those thoughts. Also, 
if you want to know more about me just you know reach out to me but guys it's super important to read the word okay very very important to read scripture it is going to change your life it will continue to change your life but it'll enhance your life okay and it make it'll make sure your footing is very sure when anybody ever asks you if you die right now are you going to heaven i know what it's like to not be confident about that but as you'll hear in my testimonies later um there are times, there, even after surgeries, I was ready to go. And I was like, okay, well, you know, if this is my time, even in my mid-20s, I was like, if it's my, well, that wasn't that long ago. But you get what I'm saying. You know, it just makes you sure about your relationship with God. And you're confident that when he comes back, you're going to see him. Right? We're not talking about a delusional state. We're talking about living for God and being ready and willing to die for God. Right, not in a crazy extreme way, but just like, you know, if it happens, it happens. As long as I'm called up to be with the Lord, I am fine with that. All right, guys, God bless you. See you in the next episode. It's Minister Jay.